0: Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. And I'm Erin
1: Klein. And I'm Ansel Birch, your host in post.
0: And it's time to party! party.
1: We are not doctors and we don't give medical <laughs> advice. Please drink responsibly.
2: <laughs>
0: not our same <theme> song.
2: <laughs> no, it is not our same song. No. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to this, the fourth, the bonus episode. You know, the one with all the tangents and the talking and... Oh, there's a bunch. (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot. (laughs) Uh, We're here at the beginning of this episode to give you another heads up that about half of this episode will be of lower quality. Uh, Don't worry, some of it is of great quality because we also unsurprisingly had a bunch of tangents while we were recording these, the bumpers for the updated audio quality that you've heard in the previous three episodes. So enjoy it. It'll come back. We'll be back yes. just like this. Lots of good tangents, lots of good stories. This is who we. This is our brand. This is what we do. You, this is you're, who we you are.
0: You know what this, this is. This is me now.
2: This is me now. And here we go. We're sliding into the bad quality in three, two,
0: one. I'm Ben Silverio.
2: And I'm Aaron Klein. And it's, and it's time, 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 time to, to party. party. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that good Did I? i honestly couldn't hear either of you over myself so i um, think we were
2: all in sync then because all i could hear was myself too
1: that's a good sign that's a good sign Um, beautiful we must have very low latency that's exciting
2: that is exciting
0: uh coo 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 um so who's justin and who's jc what (laughs) you said we're in sync yeah.
2: JC's um, <laughs> the name of my shittiest ex-boyfriend. So I was oh, like uh, no. <laughs> <ass."> <laughs> Damn. So
0: you're Justin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you can be Justin and I'll be Lance. <laughs> I
0: figured I was Joey. Oh, I was Joey, rules. Joey Joey. Oh, man, went I on to, to be Joey. He got to go to space.
2: Yeah, he also no, Lance was the one that was trained to go to space. Joey was the one that went on to have an extremely successful Broadway career and starred yes. in Little Shop of Horrors for like a really long time.
0: He also no. has that sweet little baritone, you know?
2: Yeah, he's mm. I like Joey a lot. The only one who really got the short end of the stick on everything was uh what's his name? Chris, Chris? with the octopus on his head, yeah. That guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he was in fairly odd parents.
2: He was. <laughs> as who? This is uh, new to me as well. He was Chip
0: Skylark, the uh the pop star. What? <laughs> yeah. His his hit single, My Shiny Teeth and Me.
2: Oh my god, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know really use wow. this facts about okay. cartoons.
2: Wow, that's really, that's <laughs> legit. I mean, I don't mean to hate on JC Chaze. He's actually like a really great entertainer and performer, but also please don't ever call me by that name. I appreciate right.
0: it. <laughs> Noted. Whenever um, referring to him, we have to use his full name.
2: Right, exactly. Full names only. Then it's acceptable.
0: <laughs> Jefferson Carson Chaze. <laughs>
2: You know what, I'm not gonna fact check that I'm just gonna say that's right
1: <laughs> It makes
0: sense I'm gonna keep that as a soundbite um, <laughs> I took some Benadryl Hopefully this will go yeah. away Nice
2: so Allergies go away You.
0: I mean momentarily
2: <laughs> I was Either that
1: incorrect. or you're just Slowly get sleepier over the course of the...
2: <laughs> right, we're, we're gonna be like, Ben, what happened? Did you, like, take a bunch of drugs? you are gonna be like, Oh no, it was not non-drowsy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I only get sleepy with the, uh, the generic kind of Benadryl. Really? Job. Yeah, so I always have to get, like, the actual name brand stuff.
2: Oh, interesting. Accidental bougie.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, so it's, um... Ben Silverio, Aaron Klein, and it's time to party. Yes.
2: I thought about it and I was like, no, I know I've seen a Bill and Ted movie. It has to be Excellent Adventure. And then when I watched this again, I was like, oh, (laughs) no. It's this one.
0: (laughs) I think this this almost hits the same as when I found out that my best friend in high school didn't see Star Wars. He only knew enough about Star Wars that he could fake any conversation we had. And then when he told me he actually hadn't seen them, I was just like, is our friendship a lie?
2: Oh, my God. Fun fact, I did not see Star Wars until I was a senior in high school, and a boy that I was dating was talking to me about it. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he was like, this is unacceptable. (laughs)
0: And
2: it was the weekend that the third, the prequel, the third one came out. And so I watched four, five, six, one, two, and then immediately saw three in theaters, so they all feel like one long series to me. There's like no separation of the prequels and the original ones, so I have also like a very weird uh, interaction with the Star Wars franchise. I
0: mean, that's pretty nice for you that you didn't have to wait. (laughs) Dude, it
2: totally is. I feel like I appreciate all of the, like, um, seven, eight, nine. I appreciated those in a way that I feel like maybe other people didn't because I had all... Six at once, as like a a young adult, and then being able to, like, well, whatever comes after this comes after this, knowing people were already disappointed in like one, two, and three, too. So, yeah, it's, I feel lucky that I like sometimes just watch media in like really bizarre ways. Yeah. Make no rhyme or reason, like, oh, I'll just watch this sequel, severed. The only Men in Black movie I've ever seen is the second one, never seen the first or the third one. (laughs)
0: Wow, the first one's so good.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know that they're really good. It was I watched the second one with um one of my uh best friends at the time, uh, who we went to theater school together and we had had a really hard day and we went back to my house and we were like smoking pot and the second one came on and he was like, I wanna watch this movie, do you mind? And I was like, No <laughs> So that's the <laughs> only time I've ever seen it. It's yeah. I have a very weird relationship with movies. I I pick ones I really like and I watch them a thousand times. And then other times I'm like, oh yeah, I have this really weird gap in my like cultural history knowledge. Yeah, it's What's weird. That? Did,
0: some, did someone say Greece?
2: Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I watched Greece when I was a kid with my parents. I've seen it a thousand times. Can't don't hate on Greece. I know. That I'm you not we, hating on Greece. You know I like Greece. Yeah, we've watched. You were the one that finally made me watch *Grease* 2 which I yes. still can't love in the same way. I know it's really good, and I know that it's probably actually a better movie. Can't love it. Sorry. It's I, just I way feel like,
0: like Bill and Ted, *Grease* one and *Grease* two are like so different that you can love them each separately as different yeah, things.
2: That's that's how I feel about this about Bill and Ted too. Is that I feel like this feels like such a. I wrote this down at one point too. It feels like such a unique and different sequel that it feels like it's got to be so different from the first one too but i have no context for that so i have no
0: idea (laughs) (sighs) right, so drinking game yes
2: drinking game yeah i've now we got distracted by the fact that i'm a fucking weirdo who watches movies in the wrong order (laughs) Have you watched Barry? This is like a total Uh, gem.
0: Not yet. I was going to start earlier this week because I remember you (gasps) raving about it, but I just haven't started yet.
2: Oh my God. It's so good. You're going to watch it and you're going to, first of all, immediately know who Anthony Kerrigan is. The fucking second you see him, you're going to be like, ah, this guy who should have played Death in the third Bill of (laughs) (laughs)
0: He's
2: so He's my favorite character on the show. So I'm very excited for you to watch that at some point. Oh, okay. uh,
0: another show that we talked about before that we both wanted to watch was Hollywood. Uh, the Ryan Murphy limited series on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, Mm yeah. I finally watched it. How was it? It was pretty good. I was surprised. Like I was going into it fully prepared to like expect another Ryan Murphy fuck up. You know, just to be like, oh, it happens a lot with that guy. Uh, he's
2: he's really good at set dressing and design and, like, scripts up to a point, and then he yep. just, like, gets in his own head about endings, and it's like, bro, yeah. just give this to an editor. Let someone fix this for you.
0: <laughs> or in Glee's case, just end it when it's on top. Like, don't drag it out.
2: Never got into Glee. Just... Really? It was Nope, it was not my thing. I do not really care for Leah Michelle.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she's not the best part of that show. Yeah, like uh, Darren Criss was my favorite part of that show, but uh,
2: I didn't really care for Darren Criss either. But I knew people who went to college with him, so I think right. that was part of, they really colored how I felt about him. Sure,
0: uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of how a very I feel about Ezra. actor. Uh, that's how I feel about Ezra Miller. I know people who went to high school with him, oh, and yeah, also he has a very punchable face, and I hate him as the Flash. So every time I see him, I get mad. I feel like uh, the
2: Flash is kind of a punchable dude but like maybe that's just my personal feeling on him also like I think that's colored by like DC superhero girls uh, the Flash in that is just like a A
0: doofus
2: a doofus (laughs) who works at a candy shop who I love and I think is a great character I love the Flash but yeah see that like fits for me that Ezra Miller would be like a a good punchable Flash
0: that's fair anyway I love that I got to talk about this uh, Philly slang. Yeah,
2: absolutely. (laughs) Represent. Right?
0: (laughs) I'm going to slip in Philly wherever I can in anything that I do.
2: (laughs) The only way to slip in Michigan vernacular is to go, oop, 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 let me slide by you. Oop, oop. That's it. (laughs) That's the only Michigan word. (laughs) And Devil's Night. Oop, going to go out for Devil's Night.
0: Devil's Night?
2: Devil's Night is the night before Halloween. I don't know why Michigan is the only place that calls it that, but that's Wait. the night that you like egg people's houses. That's when you like TP. Oh,
0: mischief Night. Smash.
2: Devil's Night.
0: Whatever. I, I hate to do this,
1: but. <laughs> Michigan's great rival Ohio also does that.
2: Good. That's the one time I will agree with Ohio about anything. But yeah, it's like... Oh, I think please maybe... don't
1: get into the habit.
0: Yeah, it's
2: terrible. Oh, but... Absolutely not. I think it's <laughs> the only two places in the country that call it devil. And New Jersey. New Jersey also calls it Devil's no, Night.
0: No, they don't. New uh, Jersey? It's
2: on, it's on the map. And my dad's husband is from New Jersey and knew what Devil's Night was. It might be like a regional part of New Jersey yeah, thing. Yeah, it's
0: probably a North Jersey thing because South Jersey definitely calls it Mischief Night. And... Mm-hmm south jersey is basically a suburb of philadelphia whereas north <laughs> jersey is a suburb of new york city so right,
2: yeah
0: <laughs> freaking jersey Undeniably. uh Aaron, you were saying that you use heinous
1: do you use heinous the way that they use heinous
2: um i don't know they said it they uh, they kind of referenced it in They kept saying non heinous in this. This was non heinous. Like, I don't use it in that way. I recognize the word, obviously, because I use it. But no, I don't use it in the same way that they do, I don't think.
1: Yeah, because they they they're definitely doing the like heinous is a really awesome thing. And as a result, I think he only ever uses it in the negative. He always. uh,
2: Right. This is
1: not heinous. I don't think he ever calls anything. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, man. But why does Superman change in a clear box?
2: I've always wondered that. I'm like, does he just move so fast in a circle that people can't tell? And they're like, these are just, uh, why is this sunbooth dark? Like, I don't know. It's very weird. It doesn't make sense.
0: Wonder Woman spins around in a circle wherever she is and gets changed into her clothes. So that's right. I don't know why Superman feels the need to step in a box. I (laughs) agree. (laughs) Because her armor
1: is magic, and his is actual clothes. Right, he oh, has to take
2: off his clothing.
1: He has to take off his suit and lose it, probably.
2: Yeah, that that's the other thing. Where does that suit go? Is the idea of him spinning very quickly is that he's taking the suit, like the us normal human suit, and putting it underneath of his superhero suit? Because that makes me feel differently about Superman.
0: <laughs> yeah, because at least Spider-Man, when he takes off his suit... Like, he puts his regular clothes in his backpack and puts right. that aside for later. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes people steal his backpack, but that's just New York being douchebags. But, but Clark Kent doesn't uh-huh. seem
2: like the kind of person who would litter a whole suit behind in exactly. a payphone, so it must go somewhere.
0: Yeah. He's a real person
1: with a real people job. Like, he can't afford that many suits.
2: I know, right? That's And he's an honest man. He wouldn't just, like... F- fly he into a store I and mean, be like, These are mine. Right, exactly. He's not getting paid to save the universe. That's right. very clear.
0: Yeah, I mean, as a writer uh, myself, I know that he doesn't get paid that much to work at that fucking newspaper. So,
1: T'Challa also in the new Black Panther, every time he transformed into his new suit and the, or into the Black Panther suit, uh and uh, and his existing actual tailored bespoke suit just like melted away into confetti behind him i was like
2: wait what a- oh uh, i know like oh you okay well
1: <laughs> yeah but he's you have to wear this cat suit for the rest of like yeah i guess yeah. i'm wearing this until i find some sweats
2: yeah exactly like oh hey uh okay it's like that scene in spider-man where he like rides the elevator where i just imagine black panther like walking into a store like hey can i have some basketball shorts please <laughs> or, like, yeah okay. does he have
1: does yeah. he have like a, a credit card rfid chip built into the suit as well he
2: has to It's the only explanation
1: The the Marvel Cinematic Universe depends entirely on, and I tweeted about this a little while ago, everyone in the United States has to have a sweatsuit that is flattering for the ass, in case a superhero lands near you and needs to, like, go incognito. It happens to Captain America several times, it happens to, like, uh... Hulk at least gets jeans. I think that's the one the one time it's jeans and not a random gray sweatsuit that is weirdly flattering.
0: <laughs> I gotta know what brand Bruce Banner buys for jeans because his pants are so stretchy and I can never get jeans that are stretchy enough. You know, because he's
2: absolutely wearing jeggings there's no way those are real jeans stark,
0: stark industries jeggings yep. yeah Yeah. 100
2: percent tony stark who when he's not wearing like a super nice suit is wearing like a target t-shirt and like <laughs> looks like a bum all the time i love that detail about him that he that's mm-hmm. that's a very rich person detail like i actually don't give a shit about the clothes that i'm wearing because it's the least important thing about me like i love it
0: yeah i mean he says he's a billionaire uh, playboy philanthropist but he doesn't say he's a fashion icon so that's not absolutely imp- right not important. that's a
2: whole other job that's hard <laughs> fashion's hard
0: <laughs> gosh you All know right. whenever we do this eduta- uh, edutainment section i always feel inadequate when i go <laughs> after erin because she definitely does a much deeper shallow dive than i do
2: yeah i suppose shallow dive is relative to the types of pools that we're using
0: (laughs) aaron's using like a a nice olympic style swimming pool i'm using a kiddie pool from target
2: (laughs) Uh, oh yeah i love i love the idea of like in-home robot use it's gonna be really interesting to see how it progresses as we Move forward. Like, I have a robot in my house. I have a robot vacuum. It's, and like, we have phones. Like, we have robots that do all kinds of shit for us already. And like, yeah. if you have a temperature control that's controlled through an app on your phone, like, that's a robot. Yep. So, we see them all start to come together.
0: Yeah. Like, we sell uh, washers and dryers and dishwashers that are all Wi Fi enabled so that you can control mm-hmm. them from wherever. It's, it's weird how much technology we're putting in, into things that don't need it. <laughs>
2: My, my air conditioner
1: is Wi Fi enabled.
2: Mm-hmm. There's like refrigerators that are Wi Fi enabled too, that yep. I find yeah. it hilarious. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. can't get into the one fridge. with the camera so you can see if, you're milk, if you've got milk, right?
2: It's so strange. I, I don't yeah. need to know that much about the inside of my fridge.
0: Right, it's called <laughs> opening <laughs> the door.
2: <laughs> but it's if you're like oh, at the store. At
0: what if you're at the store and you're like, "Fuck,
1: do I have milk? I think I've got milk." Now you can answer that question. Oh mm-hmm. no, you know what I'm thinking scenario, You got it. The uh,
0: the the screen on the front of the door that lets you look inside the refrigerator when you're standing oh. in front of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's dumb. That's dumb, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, just open the door. I guess the idea is that people just stand with the door open for a super long time, which is like not really great for your energy bill or for sure. your refrigerator. Yes. But also like come on. <laughs> just make a <laughs> quicker just don't. Yeah, just make a decision.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it makes me think of the You those, guys sell the go ahead. Sorry. Uh it makes me think of those old school refrigerators that would just take a block of ice and put it in the bottom to cool everything. Oh. You know, yeah. like, like, how an far we've refrigerator? Come. Yeah, exactly. The original refrigerator. An icebox. Yeah, an yes. icebox. <laughs> we've come a long way in ice technology. <laughs>
2: now we can stare at it through a plexiglass.
1: Yeah, right. Mm, what do I want? Weird. Uh, do you guys have the, the laundry machines that wash and fold?
0: No, but those are cool. What? Watching no. those machines, like, fold stuff, I'm just like... I've in, never seen one of those. Yeah, I saw a video from CES of those machines, like, folding clothes, and I'm like, that's cool.
2: Dude, I, I fucking wish I hate folding clothes. Yeah. Right? It's, like, one of my least favorite things. Uh, that's some
1: Jetson's shit right there. That 100%. is some
2: Jetson's shit. I'm into you that. You put
1: the laundry in, and then it comes back out the other side, all folded and piled and shit. All you like, have to do
2: is put it away. Oh, my God. That... <sighs> I wish. That's a feature I want.
0: Yeah. Not going to lie. Uh, I started dropping off my clothes to the laundromat instead of staying in the laundromat uh, because of COVID and everything. But yep. a mm-hmm. nice uh, side piece to that is that they fold your clothes for you. Mm-hmm. They don't just like throw them back in your hamper. And I'm like, it yeah. seems really great. Yeah. We
2: did it for a little while. <sighs> After we Marie kondo our house and started folding our clothes different, we stopped doing it because they don't Marie Kondo fold our clothes. And we were like, we are not going to be pretentious assholes who find a dry cleaner who does that for us. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> that's, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> but yeah, it's I loved it while we did it. It's uh, it's a service I uh, would not have gone back from if my husband hadn't been like, no, pl- we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm like, oh.
0: Yeah, not going to lie, I that's, started doing awesome. it because you guys were doing it. And I'm just uh-huh. like, that's such a great idea.
2: It is. It's a super good idea. I'm sad we don't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. I kind of hate doing laundry. So now I'm just like, oh, cool. It's 20 bucks for this load. Take it. I know.
2: It's like, this is fucking worth it. Like, the time it takes me like six hours to fold my clothes, even oh, when yeah. it's just like a week's worth of clothing. It's so ridiculous. I'm just like, oh, I'll do it later. I don't want to do it now. <laughs>
1: Uh, so six hours to complete the task, not six hours to do it.
2: Well, that's the thing is it's, oh no, like I'll I'll do it and I like lay it all out so that it doesn't get wrinkled and then I'll like wander away for 40 minutes and then I'll come back and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll fold my socks. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll fold my pants now. So it does actually take like a fucking long ass time. Yeah. It's not great. I don't love it. <laughs> but I have in unit washer and dryer now, so I literally can't complain oh, about anything. So dream. that's what. That's one of the reasons why we like. We were like, well, I guess we don't really need to send our laundry away anymore because we have our own washer and dryer. Oh my god! It's oh the my dream. God. It is the dream. It feels like the fucking life of luxury.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, currently, the in, in the state that I'm in in my life, the dream uh, among the other like big dreams that I have is uh lumbar support and in-unit washer and dryer. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> yes. Uh, add
1: to that uh, a dishwasher. And a bathroom exhaust fan, like
0: oh, bathroom I, exhaust yeah. fan. That's That'd a good one. Nice. The
1: fact that this apartment doesn't have a bathroom exhaust fan still to this day blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah I never would have thought that would be like on my list of things I that know. are essential for my next apartment, but I must have a uh, bathroom exhaust fan.
2: We have a washer at my a dishwasher at my new place, but we never use it because we're so yeah. used to not using it that it's just a thing that it's a drying like rack. oh well yeah that's exactly right we just use it when uh we like make big meals
0: yeah i've only ever uh had a dishwasher when i was in college and all my roommates except one were filipino so we never used the dishwasher yeah. unless <laughs> that that one white roommate was just like guys we have a lot of dishes let's just use it Yeah, we have a robot that does this
2: right we have a robot damn <laughs> oh. you
0: wait so if you could have a robot to do something for you at your house what would you want it to do
2: um that's a good question um I think I would want a robot who would make my meals for me like a robot chef.
0: So would you want like a, a replicator like in Star Trek where it just like... Yes. Yeah, I think that would Absolutely. be the more uh, more practical, you know, uh, yeah. piece of technology.
2: I just like don't like preparing food even when it's food I like, even when it's food that like the process of preparing it might be enjoyable. I just hate making food. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> it's just a thing that I do not enjoy doing and so if I could just outsource that to a robot... Absolutely. I will gladly sweep my own floors if that means that I don't have to make my meals ever again.
0: I am hopelessly bad at cooking. Like, somehow I fuck up the easiest shit. Dude, me too. And and I know that a replicator can, like, mess with the flavor of a thing, but the fact that a replicator can just make that whole meal after I push a few buttons, like, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm willing to give that up. And if I want to get, like, the real deal, I'll just order takeout. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the
1: replicator disposes of all the uh, all the left leavings.
2: Yes, absolutely. So you're only getting the like because the cleanup of cr- cooking also sucks. And yes. like if you don't do it before you eat, then afterwards you have to return to all of this shit you've got to clean up, which sucks.
1: Yep. If you could just boop and it would transport it all away and turn it <sighs> back
0: into into raw matter. Oh
2: man, that would Hell, be amazing. Yeah. The future, we're ready.
0: We're so ready. I was about to say having a robot do yeah. do your dishes would be great, but then I'm like, oh wait, dishwashers.
2: That's, yeah, we already <laughs> yeah. have this
0: We just covered. We that. already have machines that do a lot of the things I don't want to do. Yeah, truly. Yeah, but you know, we're we're still poor relatively yeah. <laughs> to some people. <laughs> right? So
2: i I do not have a mega yacht with another yacht to park my yacht at, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 uh, but I also don't have Corona, so I guess you win some of them. (laughs) That's true.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, Uh, karma. Or a
1: twisted sense of the worth of other people's lives. Yep. Mm. That tends to come with money, I've I've
0: learned. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, some of my favorite sausage, though, is, like, after the club uh, in, like, Piccadilly Circus, when it's, like, 4 a.m. and you're still waiting for the double-decker bus to come... And there's this dude on the side of the road just like grilling sausages. It's it's great after uh, one pound pints of Long Island iced tea. Oh my god. It's it's weird because that's such a London thing.
2: It like, is in
1: York. In York, not a one. Nope. It was uh, you could get kebab yep. every corner, but no sausages.
2: That's <laughs> what we did um, when we were in Berlin. There's like kebabs oh. and sausages and all kinds of shit. Fucking everywhere. It's like you walk into a courtyard and you're like, that looks delicious. I'd like eight of those, please. So, that
1: with the curry ketchup? Oh. So oh my god. Good. Germany fucked me up with curry ketchup.
2: Uh, there any anything they put curry on is fucking delicious. Somehow they're like, our German meats and this curry were meant for each other, and I'm like, you're fucking right. You're so right. Damn right. God, oh, America so needs good. to step
0: up their post uh night out food game
2: i mean we are very blessed to be in chicago where we have people who walk around with uh, oh my god i almost said taquitos but tamale, tamale yeah tamales I was like, <laughs> that's not right <laughs> it's been so long since i've been in a bar i was like oh my god tamale yeah the best part of the night in chicago is anytime between like 10 45 p.m and like 2 45 a.m because at any moment the tamale guy might walk into your bar and that's just the best night it, that's if you're having a great night that's the best night if you're having a shit night you're now having a good night <laughs>
1: that guy must have like the best self-esteem ever oh <laughs> because as soon as he walks in every bar immediately is, is six times happier and everybody is thrilled to see oh him. God,
2: it's amazing. And like, I know that he opened up during the pandemic opened up like a GoFundMe to try to like, because he's like, I'm not making any money because the bars aren't really open at the time that he was mm-hmm. doing it. He made so much money. He like opened his own store. which yeah. fucking Amazing. Good for him. Good i didn't catch him. the end of that
1: story that's so exciting yeah, i'm
2: i'm he deserves it have a centrally yeah. located Tamali empire shop and send them all out into the night over the bars all over the city <laughs> there could be more tamali oh guys imagine going into another neighborhood you've never seen the tamale guy and being like you're here <laughs> that would be so exciting <laughs>
1: Bring me that
0: igloo cooler of questionable tamales.
2: (laughs) Delicious, but questionable tamales. Oh,
0: So good. (laughs) Questionable food after a long night of drinking is the best.
2: Food you didn't prepare yourself. Remember what that was like?
1: Yeah. And and was unexpected. Like, that's the best thing about the tamale, guys. You you put in no effort for this shit to show up.
2: Mm -hmm. The best. (laughs) Oh, it's so good.
1: I had one run in with a guy who did that with pizzas which blew my dang mind yeah i Hmm. just walked into the bar with a stack of pizzas
2: actually you know what i i was also at a bar that a guy did that once it was over in uh bucktown by the gorilla tango theater somebody walked in with this huge stack of pizzas and the tamale guy had already been there and people just immediately were (laughs) like no
0: get out Uh, missed your missed your opportunity bro
2: Right, exactly. We've already eaten because the tamale man was already here. Was like, oh, okay. Just sadly walks out with his pizza. Aww. Uh, <laughs>
0: there are 20 other bars on that street. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> the tamale guy ran out like eight down.
0: I don't think this was the sausage we were supposed to talk about. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, let's talk about how the sausage gets made.
1: <laughs> You're welcome, episode four. <laughs>
2: Yo, what's up? Remember how half of this episode is good quality and half it isn't? (laughs) Episode four, the same.
1: Uh, At the end of the series, I'm just going to have to do a super cut of all the times
0: we said you're welcome episode four. Oh my God, please
2: do. (laughs) I've definitely said it enough times. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) So true. This is
2: me most. It's so funny listening to those cut episodes because I feel like ninety-seven percent of them are me most of the time. I'm just like, oh, there's me telling another story
0: again.
2: Great <laughs> stories. Yeah, it's I. I have a weird life, and I'm <laughs> I'm aware of it.
1: <laughs> that phone book story. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, i'm glad i don't know that man's name because <laughs> i would besmirch it
1: <laughs> that's good to know because i had a theory about who i thought it was and i'm glad to know that it's not because you would definitely know his oh, okay. name okay
2: yeah <laughs> no i could give like a rough visual descriptor but i don't know that i ever knew his name thank god <laughs> just out <laughs> in these streets talking shit about phone book rippers one time i had to clean up after this motherfucker <laughs>
1: The phone book ripper.
2: Just follow him, act to act. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're
1: at other burlesque shows, being like, "Oh no! Nah. Oh, you better oh, not!" No, no. I hope you got garbage bags.
2: I just show up with garbage bags. I'm like, he never warns anyone. <laughs> Who are you? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh,
0: the hero you need right now. <laughs> the Batman of Page kittens.
2: Uh, just roll up with like a backpack full of supplies. I, no, no one ever tells me anything. I have to be prepared for anything. I become the woman from the labyrinth with all the shit on her back. I must be prepared for anything. <laughs>
1: Like a collapsible <laughs> broom that flips up out of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm here for this. That sounds great. That sounds like a solid career choice for you.
2: I know. I mean,
1: you, you could be the tamale guy of burlesque shows. <laughs> Joe, it turns out we need, we did need you. <sighs> mm, <laughs> mm.
0: Of course, we need Erin Klein. Without <laughs> without her, none of this happens.
2: Ah. We have so much glitter and no one brought a broom. (laughs) Happens more than you'd think. (laughs) (laughs) We've been using paper towel from the bathroom
1: dispenser. You can only get two at a time.
0: Erin's next book is gonna be about her adventures in stage kittening. Oh my god. So (laughs) So she can be like, she literally wrote the book on how to do this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Maybe then people will listen to me.
1: (laughs) You'd be a literal authority. That's
2: true. That's right. I'm an expert. (laughs) You have to respect me. So let's
1: talk about how the sausage gets
2: made. How many times are we going to say that? Like eight.
0: (laughs) We've each said it. Oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
2: Hilarious.
0: And folks, just remember how awesome Bill and Ted are. Just do it. Just don't forget ever. They're so. Don't forget. They're just yes. so excellent. Most excellent.
2: Most excellent.
0: Totally non-non-non-non-heinous.
2: There's just non, so many nons. Non, I, non. I can't negative that that meant non-non-non-heinous. No, that would be heinous. Shit. Damn it. Damn it. Foiled. <laughs> Bill and Ted, they're just too smart for me. <laughs>
0: Damn you, Chuck. Chuck.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right we hope that you enjoyed this our tangent episode again here we are back with good quality you already heard some good quality because again we do tangents it's like our whole thing my (laughs) whole thing i'm really bad about it Uh... (laughs) Uh uh until next time with our next time travel foray you can meet us and talk with us and you know interact generally on the internet about time travel I'm at NYD Urgency on Instagram.
0: On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at BSilverio20.
1: I'm at Indecisionist on Twitter and The Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longit of Marlon the Shakes for our
0: amazing music.
2: You can interact with us using the hashtag time 2 party. That's time, the number two party.
0: Be excellent to each other.
2: And party on, dudes.
0: You? Thank you.